Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to the quickie getting you up to speed daily. There's something happening in Hollywood. There was a time I was letting you know what high fashion had done for me. I was letting you know what the Hennessy had done for me. I was letting you know all these things. But now I'm letting you know what Jesus has done for me. That's Kanye West talking about his newfound religion. And he's not alone. Celebrities are flocking to alternative religions right now, joining churches that are not only built for their celebrity status, but who are fronted by pastors who are also influencers in their own right, racking up hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. Today, we're going to find out exactly what happens at a Sunday service at the Kardashian-Jenner West household and why having a celebrity at your place of worship could not just be a great product endorsement, but a captive audience to market your goods to. Before January this year, we would all flock to our TVs to watch the latest Kardashian instalment on a Sunday night. But on January 6th, Kim Kardashian tweeted that they'd be doing something else on a Sunday from now on. They'd started a church, unofficially the Church of Kanye, posting rehearsal videos on her Instagram stories. Since then, she's shared snippets of the services on social media. This is a crowded service in Watts. And these services have been pulling some big names. Brad Pitt was at the one we just heard. Rapper DMX has delivered a sermon. Katy Perry and her man Orlando Bloom have joined the crowd, along with Justin Bieber's manager and owner of Taylor Swift's back catalogue, Scooter Braun. Courtney Love, Tyler the Creator, even fellow Aussie Sia has been a guest. The service itself centres around music, mostly gospel versions of Kanye's own tracks. There's a lot of matching colour-coordinated robes with a focus on a Christian belief system, with Kanye in a leadership position. Wife Kim and sisters-in-law Courtney and Chloe explained to talk show host Jimmy Kimmel what it's all about. Do you pray to Kanye or to God at this church? There's actually, there's no praying, there's no, no praying. sermon, there's no word, it's just music and it's just a feeling. Oh, it's I... Christian. It is, yeah, yeah, but there is some theme because otherwise it's a concert, right? I mean. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a lot of gospel has, songs. It is a, it's very, yeah, there's the choir, it's gospel music. It you is. Jesus walks. The services used to be held at the home of a Kardashian, but now they're held outdoors, sometimes in a corporate situation like the headquarters of athletic brand Adidas. They even did a set at Coachella on Easter Sunday. But if you're keen to join, you might be disappointed. It's invite only, with those on the guest list informed of the location. 
and you're also required to complete a non-disclosure statement. And while it looks like a joyful celebration of life, love and faith, it also does seem to be serving to benefit the Kardashian West brand. Kanye, just this week, released his new album, which has been spruiked by wife Kim for months on her social media. It's a collection of gospel tracks called Jesus is King. The album release coinciding with a short film, which was shot using Kanye's Sunday service gospel rap group. The collaboration between church and career here is so entwined, it's difficult to tell which is the vehicle for what. The Kardashian-Jenner West Cooperative aren't the only ones using their star power for their faith either. We all know that Tom Cruise is the face of Scientology and that there are a stack of celebs in their congregation, including John Travolta, Handmaid's Tale star Elizabeth Moss, even our own Kate Sobrano. But there's also an offshoot of an Aussie church attracting its fair share of celebrity. Justin Bieber has become a regular at his Beverly Hills branch of the Hillsong Church with wife Hayley. His pastor is Judah Smith. We first met when Justin was like eight or something in Toronto, and um, he's always been a worshiper, and uh, you can, that's, that's a lot of who he is. And so um, I want to be part of a church where everybody gets a fair shake in using their gift um, to, to contribute to the community. And so far be it from me to stand in the way of someone who has, clearly has a gift. Judah has more than 600,000 Instagram followers. He's posting selfies as good as any Kardashian. And unlike the traditional religious leaders of the past, who are told to be humble and live like the poorest of their congregation, these guys have created a church system that encourages wealth and flash alongside charity. Journalist Leah Cesarine used to be a member of the New York Hillsong branch and says that the church has been designed to attract a new younger crowd back to religion. So I had never been in a concert type church before. I wasn't accustomed to the young hip music that one would usually experience in church. So Hillsong was very different in that regard right off the bat. But I was about 19, 20 when I first went to Hillsong and it was in a really small concert venue in New York City in the East Village. And it was like a mosh pit type vibe. There were a lot of people there. It was very crowded. And I think my first initial reaction to it was that it was a very spiritual, young, inviting, hip crowd of people. And yeah, the environment appealed to me just because of that from the very beginning. I thought that it was a little bit more laid back and it wasn't as structured as the Christianity that I grew up in. I thought that there was a little bit more freedom in the Hillsong community. Did it start to feel like a business? The preachers involved are very wealthy. They've got lots of Instagram followers. There's even an Instagram account called Preachers Sneakers that talks about how expensive the kicks are that some of these preachers wear to their Sunday sermons. And then they they make a lot of money off of the music that they actually make and create in the church itself. Was it obvious that level of business going on in the background? I didn't think of it as a business right off the bat, but this was right at the time that Instagram was really taking off. And so to be able to watch the Hillsong coincide with social media at the very same time and see how the preachers and Hillsong as an entity really exploded through social media and was really using that as its like main marketing tool for sure started to seem like a business to me because 
you know, it was clear that one, they were making money through Hillsong in, in some capacity. And that was obvious to me from what they would wear to their lifestyles, to their celebrity relationships. You know, I know one of the pastors, Carl Lentz, was pastor for the New York Knicks. And so, you know, he had very close kinships with all of them. And so I think I was a little suspicious of how it was a money-making, profitable thing for them, or even if it, if it wasn't, how it was just giving them fame or Instagram fame. Acting Features Director at Marie Claire Catherine Madden has written about the new world of the celebrity church. Catherine, Kanye's not the first celeb to start their own. Didn't his mother-in-law, Kris Jenner, start her own church too? Yeah, that's right. So in the late noughties, Kris Jenner, matriarch of the Kardashians, co-founded the California Community Church. It was set in the affluent Agoura Hills in LA and had membership fees of about US dollars a month. And the whole family was involved. So back in 2011, Kim Kardashian told TV host Piers Morgan that each year she donated 10% of her earnings to her mum's church. So we're talking millions of dollars. Well, that is a lot of cash to go into a church because she wouldn't be the only one of them donating, I'm guessing. It's a modern religion, these religions. So there's not even like a need for a collection plate these days, is there? Because like in the olden days, you passed it around, you put your change or your notes on there. But it's quite digital now. How are they donating in 2019? Yeah, absolutely. So today, tithing, which is giving a percentage of one's income to God via the church, can be conveniently administered through an iPhone app. And, you know, it's actually quite fitting that everyone's sitting there on their smartphones in these modern mega churches, given that selfies and Snapchat are also allowed or even encouraged during the services. Kanye's brand. Now, he's now done a massively long interview with Zane Lowe and is talking about how um, God is working in him and Jesus is working in him. Has God become Kanye's brand? Well... I'd say it's definitely part of his brand. I mean, I'm not going to claim I have a clue what's going on inside Kanye West's mind. I don't think anyone really has a clue what's going on in Kanye West's mind, to be honest. Yeah, but, you know, for a long time he has littered his work with biblical references and branded himself as Jesus or Yeezy, as in Jesus. So religion is very much in line with his image and probably very appealing to at least some of his fans. With Scientology and Hillsong paving the way for wealth and excess to work right alongside philanthropy and faith, celebrities like Kanye have taken it that one step further. But while you can make the church as young and hip as you like, it still comes with a set of values that may work against some of its members, like women. There have been reports recently of the born-again Kanye, who has a new conservative outlook along with his newfound religion, banning his six-year-old daughter from wearing any makeup or a crop top, even though just a few years back, he'd said he wanted North to dress like a pop star and to even outdress Rihanna. He recently told Apple Music Beats One host Zane Lowe that that has all changed. People say, oh, this is going to kill your brand. But my brand is expressing how I feel, whether it's in line with what you thought the brand was even two days ago. A smart man has the ability to pivot and say, I think something different now. I don't think this because this was the culture. I don't think North should wear crop tops just because I had her wearing a slip dress when she was two years old. I think and feel differently now, now that I am Christian. Kim also admitted that he disapproved of her Met Gala gown because the corset made it look like underwear, and that was meant just for him. 
He's also asked her to tone down her sexy look. A tough ask, seeing as Kim has spent decades honing her brand and making her career out of her appearance. Feminist groups have voiced concerns about how controlling Kanye seems to have become. So we'll have to wait and see whether the Church of Kanye can outdo the might of brand Kardashian. Ellie Beattie is the executive producer of The Quickie. Audio production by Ian Camilleri. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie.